Hewler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? High noon on a Thursday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory for the next two hours on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. Between the two of us, we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair. It's up to you to figure out the rest. But what you should know by now, a knuckleheads, is if you want to chime in anytime over the next 120, you can find us on the .com. I'm talking the Twitter.com. Questions, comments, concerns, reactions, get at us at Wesley Euler at the Body 52. The Body. And what up, Emote? Man, you know I'm living the dream, baby. This is a week that I could not wait for. I'm excited about. I get two of my Ooh. favorite, my favorite. Favorite NFL teams playing this weekend, man. It's a, a great situation. I mean, we're sitting here Thursday, high noon. I mean, I'm, I'm excited. Another day on the, on, the, on the mic with you. Mm-hmm. I got my little ones in here with mm-hmm. me, man. Shout we're out to Ava and, and Gray. I mean, I, I, I'm dad life in here today, man. It's just a good day. It's a good day. It is a good day. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, and we're going to have some fun. We're going to get to your tweets. We're going to talk some Steelers like we always do, obviously. Uh you know what? It's funny there. As as I started thinking about that, and um, you know how we're staring down a, a Sunday night competition with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, it is Arthur Motes's, uh, you know, NFL teams going at it this weekend. Yeah, baby. Yes, indeed. Uh, you know it's funny. <laughs> I just thought of this. Both of us have three favorite football teams. Okay. Yeah. Ah, uh, yours. <laughs> yours are the Pittsburgh Steelers. Facts. The Buffalo Bills. Facts. And the J.M.U. Dukes. Big facts. Mine are the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. The West Virginia Mountaineers. Wow. And glory, glory, man United. Hey, man <laughs> United. <laughs> uh, I got an analogy for you. Okay, Arthur let's Motes. talk about it, man. Okay? Let's talk about it today. And um, I apologize, you know, because I... <sighs> I think I kind of brought this up with you a little bit today, but I was thinking about it a little bit more. Or sorry, I think I brought this up with you a little bit on the show yesterday. Okay. I kind of stumbled into this, and then I was thinking about it more um, as the day went along and today. Because you're the, a deep thinker. You're very I, intellectual, you, especially when you, know, you get the – I got the notes on everything. I was about to say, especially when you get in your zone where you're just creating and you're open, you're, you're unlocking the box mm-hmm. mentally. You know what I mean? When you get oh, there – You can't put that jello back in the box. No question, man. No question. <laughs> Um, I, I mentioned that kind of clean bedroom analogy yesterday. You remember mm-hmm. that? Yes, indeed. And I was just thinking about that a little bit deeper. And to me, I, like I think it's a good thing that we know what the Steelers need. Like it is so clearly obvious mm-hmm. the areas where they where they need to do some housekeeping. Correct. Like I think sometimes a team can be struggling, and you can't really 
put your finger on the pulse of why. Mm-hmm. For the Pittsburgh Steelers, when we're talking about offense, we know what's going on with the wide receivers and not securing the catch. We know what's going on with the offensive line and the run game. On the defense, we know that they've been giving up too many chunk plays. There's been some communication issues there. And we know that part of that is because they're kind of trying to recalibrate who they are in the face of so many injuries, so right. many absences. They're kind of And you're having to do it on the fly. On the as well. fly, yeah. re- trying to recalibrate, trying to find their form again as a defense with so many regular guys gone. I, I think it's encouraging that it, it like it, it's very cut and dry. It, there's no mystery about it. Nobody needs to be up all night, you know, trying to solve the mystery, uh, you know, trying to put all the the, the, tacks crack the code and connect and the this. lines right. on the whiteboard and what's going on here and what's going on there. Yes, you need to do some housekeeping. You need to do some uh, some maintenance, you know, some some lawn care in the front right. yard. But it's very clear. All right, well, the, the weeds need trimmed here. We need to clean up the bedroom. Correct. Here. Absolutely, and and that to me is why I'm still very optimistic, and why when we talked about this uh, the other day, why I still felt very confident because when you're able to identify the problem, and when you know that you have the the uh, materials needed in house to fix that problem, that's a good situation. Absolutely. That's just going to be more so, okay, how dedicated and committed are we to addressing this? But when you are looking around and saying, well, hey, we don't know what the main issue is or we know what the issue is, but we don't have the goods in-house, those are major issues. When we talk about this running game, we've seen them be successful at points during this season. We've seen them be very effective over a a five-game span during this season. Those players are still available to us. Those players are still here. So that's not the case. It's not as if we don't have – personnel that has shown us this season right when we talk about some of the mishaps defensively from a communication standpoint communication can be fixed it takes work it takes a lot of effort and overemphasizing it throughout the weekday so that way it becomes second nature on sunday but that's still fixable it's not like we're saying hey man we don't have a corner that's six two that can guard these guys right. or we don't have a safety that can make plays we don't have a guy that can create that can win one-on-ones in the pass rush that's not the scenario here so as frustrating as it was to to lose to Washington, and as much as everybody you know around the the the, the football world wants to criticize and, and hit us with the well, man, we were overrated, this and that, <laughs> eleven and one down, we're on the downturn and all that stuff. Just know this, man. With everything being in house, the problems will be addressed. Whether it's this week or the next week, they will be addressed throughout these next coming games during the regular season by playoff time. It'll be a totally different look, man. I think that's a good call by you and. I do think <laughs> I think there's going to be some growing pains in that regard over the next four games. Now, and I don't mean that that necessarily translates to, to a bad results in right, terms right. of wins and, and losses. And that's the thing, too. When we say getting these things fixed, and it could take a couple of games, that doesn't mean we're saying we're going to lose a couple of right. games. We're just saying that, hey, you could still win on Sunday, but it looks ugly. It goes back to Ben having to throw the ball 50 times. And we could get out of that game, right? But we're still going to be saying, hey, man, we still have to get that fixed. doesn't mean that we lost the game. Right. It just means that we didn't necessarily but, address it to the uh, the full extent that I we need right now. I also think, too, in a way, and you can tell me if I'm wrong here, obviously, is, is you know, the one with the decade of NFL experience. I mean, you're never wrong because I'm the one with the good hair, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I feel like it's a good thing that they've got some challenging games. You look at these last four games, right? Two of them are against teams that are 9-3 and three right now, mm-hmm. and you're playing both those teams on the road. Absolutely. 
and a, a team that's eight and four in the Colts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, yeah, we know what the Bengals are, and, and especially in the absence of Joe Burrow. But aside from that, it's two nine and three teams on the road. It's an eight and four team at home. Those are solid opponents. If you can figure it out, Motsi, and you can get it right against these guys, that's really going to bode well. You know, when we get to January, when it really matters, when you need to be at your best when you need to be rounding into form. And without a doubt, and let's be real, with those three teams that we just spoke of in terms of the Browns, the uh, Colts, and the Bills, I mean, it's very realistic. If the Steelers do what we truly want them to do in terms of making a nice run throughout the playoffs, they're going to have to see probably one of those teams again. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that, that's Good just point. how it goes. You're, you're going to see one of these teams. I mean, you're talking about when you say two 9-3 and three teams and one 8-4 and four teams, that that's going to be, you know, Three C, four C, five. Like we're we're gonna we're talking about that particular vein. So it's definitely gonna be critical to not only address it now, but to make sure that it, it doesn't right. arise later on. Because yeah, man, they, they're they're taking notes on us as well. They they are thinking the same thing. Hey, man, we can see this team down the well, line again. The football team right. talked about that. Right. We heard some of those guys talking about mm-hmm. that post game. That they you know they thought kind of that the I don't know the the way to best the Steelers' offense was was out there a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know the teams had started to figure out some ways. Yep. All right, you know take away the underneath and 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 uh, tackle that's, the catch and tackle the catch. Tackle the catch. I mean tackle that's catch that's seriously what, what yeah. it is right now. You play. I mean you uh, on possession downs you play press man so that way you can't uh, allow Juju and some of these uh, other guys to get the little small. Yep. Oh, two and three yard catch that turns to a five or seven yard gain. No, no, you press that up, and then on first and second down, you play zone and let them run all them underneath routes. So you just tackle the catch. That's, I mean, that's what Washington essentially did, and it yeah. worked uh, extremely well for them. It worked extremely well for them when you combine that with some of our own inefficiencies, right? Some of our own shortcomings, the drops, then that's how you end up, you know, dropping a game at home. Um, but we are obviously walking the tightrope, Motsi. Oh, of. Hey, we know they got some things they need to correct. They got some housekeeping they need to do, but mm-hmm. at the same time, still eleven and one. The sky is not falling. That's the the tightrope we're going to try and walk here over the next two hours. Oh, without a doubt, and I feel like that is the situation here. Yeah. I mean, it's it. Both things could be very true. Absolutely, and that's the thing we're trying to get people to realize. You can still be a really good football team, but still have some serious flaws that need to be addressed. Mm-hmm. They both can work together. The thing is, how soon can you make one of those go away in terms of the right. flaws? Hopefully you make the flaws go away and not the being a good team go away because we've seen that as well with other teams around the league where, okay, mm. the flaws were showing, they were showing, they were showing, and then it went from being good team to okay team to average team to bad team to, oh, Lord, what's going on now? <laughs> so so hopefully we, we we don't have to endure that type of situation. <laughs> Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, we've got a situation going on up in here. It's the Electric Factory on SNR. Coming up next, second segment on a Thursday. If you're a part of the Power Grid, if you're a loyal listener, uh, you know what that means. we got our buddy Brian Backo of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. He's coming up here. Only about six minutes on the program with us. Uh, We'll get his thoughts on some things that we saw on Monday against the football team. And, of course, you know we'll look ahead to those Buffalo Bills with Mr. Backo. We'll get his prediction, as we always do. We'll hold his feet to the fire, Mm -hmm. Mozzie. Got to. Make him give us us a score before before we let him go as well. So we'll talk to Brian Backo on the other side. we got some tweets rolling in already. Keep them coming. At Wesley Euler, at The Body 52. The Body. It's Steelers Blitz on SNR. Oh, yeah. Mr. Big Stuff. 
This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. To the phone lines we go to talk to our buddy. He's our good friend of the show. He's Mr. Big Stuff around here. I mean, he is. He's big time. Brian Backo on the phone lines as he's kind enough to join us. I mean, usually on this time on Thursdays, we've been all over the place this season. It's been, you know, some Wednesdays, some Fridays. Uh, buddy, what's happening? I've got a very important question for you here to get us started, all right? Uh, Arthur Motes right, and I were discussing this during the break, and it's perhaps the most important thing I've ever asked you in the history of this show. Are you an Indiana Jones guy? No, not at all. I think, uh, I think the only one I've seen – was the one that came out in, I want to say, 08? Oh, he's talking about the, the Shia LaBeouf uh, Yeah, yeah, he's talking oh, about the Skull man. Kingdom. Oh, like, what are you doing? Yeah. No, yeah, That's like the worst trash. one. <laughs> what? I, I, was, I came home after, uh, after prom weekend at Shaler High School and for some reason went to go see that movie. And let's just say it didn't inspire me to go back and watch the OGs. Yeah, that that that's that's kind of like well, almost I mean, like remake territory, man. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie if, to you. If you watch the Force Awakens, or the yeah, Last like, Jedi, like, like, what are you doing? You to go back and watch <laughs> the Empire Strikes again. I mean, Empire Strikes Back. Jeez, Louise, back up. Well, I'm not a Star Wars guy either. I hate to tell you. Let me guess. Your first one was Episode One. Is that the first one you watched? Would you, would you, what was going on with you? I've never seen any of them, Moats. None. He's, all right, so wait, hold okay, on okay, now. Okay. We're taking a little bit of a right turn here. I know you are a – and I see <laughs> Dawson's upset back there. He's wow. like, I see, I want to watch Indiana yeah, Jones. I yeah, want to watch Star Wars. I got my on my hip, so there might be some shenanigans in the back. <laughs> all right, so let's let's run through these. Yes or no? Game of Thrones, yes, correct? Yes, love it. Uh, Harry Potter, yes or no? No, not really. Seen some of them, but not a big fan. Yeah, Dawson is upset. Lord of the Rings, yes or no? No. Never oh! seen Becca, what are you doing to me, baby? What are you doing? Pirates of the Caribbean? Nope. Come. You got to stop this. You, you, are, got, you got to stop you, this, You man. are, without a doubt, the worst you, football you journalist I've ever heard of. But you have heard of <laughs> See how upset Dawson is? Oh, man. All right. Let's just, you know what? Let's just, we're going to let it slide. I know he's in a Marvel, last one, Marvel movies, MCU. I have never seen a single, well, I've maybe seen one or two, but, uh. No, far from having the whole catalog. Have you what seen is- Batman? The the new one? Or any like any Batman, any Batman. Oh, Jack Nicholson, Heath yeah. Ledger, yeah. It does, yeah, any Batman. Have you seen Batman? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I didn't think those ones counted in this uh, MCU. Well, no, 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 they're, no, they're, they're, they're DC. DC. They're yeah. DC. But I was just, okay. I was, I was getting nervous. You had me nervous. Yeah, no, I love the Dark Knight. The the third one that was filmed here. Didn't love it, but I mean, it's still a great franchise. Dark Knight Rises. Mr. Becca, what do you watch besides football? Uh, basketball. And, uh, <laughs> I, I've got a pretty deep. Uh, I've got a pretty deep TV uh, depth chart, I guess. Uh, you know, seen a lot of the, the prestige TV dramas. Okay, sure. Queen's Gambit. I haven't seen it yet. Trying to get my wife to watch it, but I think I'm going to have to tackle that one solo. She's not interested at all. Neither was my wife, which was weird because I thought she, yeah, I thought it'd be up her alley, but I really liked it. I think you'll enjoy it. All right, this is uh, Brian Bacco, our resident expert on pop culture and all things television (laughs) and movies. He also uh, covers a little football for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette as well. Oh, Mr. Bacco, Monday. Where are you coming down? You know, we've been... This whole week, right, we've been kind of trying to walk the tightrope of, okay, they lost, and there's some clear housekeeping that needs to be done on both sides of the football. But at the same time, they are still 11-1. and They do still have a, a nice cushion in the division. 
and and obviously tied for the best record in the conference and the tiebreaker as it stands right now over the Chiefs. Are you are you concerned as we get into these last four games, or maybe I should say, how concerned are you as we go into these last four games that the Steelers can get these problems corrected before they get into January and the games, you know, really start to count? I think people need to step back from the ledge a little bit. Uh, a little bit surprised that there's been so much panic, not because there aren't issues for this team. I mean, there are real problems, real questions that, that need to be fixed and need to be addressed. I mean, to a man, everybody would agree with that, whether you want to talk Mike Tomlin, Ben Roethlisberger, Randy Feetner, whoever. But I don't know what team people were watching if they didn't expect one of these games to catch up with them eventually. Too many close shaves, too many close calls that in the NFL, uh, you know, as, as everybody knows, those games aren't going to go your way every single time and while I didn't expect Washington to be the team that tripped them up uh it was bound to happen now w- w- uh, <laughs> I guess what I want to ask is where do you fall in terms of the allowing Ben to throw it 40 plus 50 times versus trying to have a little bit more balance have a little bit more of an effective running game because I feel like right now it, it, it's really divided some people feel as if Ben throwing the ball is the answer, not the running game being uh, added in any way, shape, or form. And then uh, a, a lot of people, like I said myself, more importantly, feel that you do need to have that running game at least be a, a semblance of something effective. I mean, even Washington, they didn't run it a ton, but they did enough of it to keep us honest. It's just like anything in life, most you got to have a balance. I mean, every team is trying to find that right balance. Some are going to be – you know, pretty, pretty skewed uh, to, to run or pass rather than uh, the reverse. And, and the Steelers, as we're seeing, are uh, very, very vivid evidence of that, con- considering how pass-happy they've been. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's one thing to be pass-happy. I'm with you that you, you probably need a little bit more uh, two-dimensional uh, to your offense. But as long as you're making plays, you can get away with being uh, a little bit more one-dimensional. And for the most part, in 11 weeks, the Steelers were doing just that in the passing game, whether it was Ben uh, putting the ball in the money or whether it was his young receivers uh, you know, catching it short and running it long. But finally, that has kind of you know, deserted them, I guess. And uh, when that happens, you can't just kind of suck it up and say, all right, well, we'll just keep throwing it and uh, eventually something will work like a shooter who keeps shooting in basketball. <laughs> you got to find some other way move the ball and you know I don't know if they're gonna be able to do that midstream here because Mike Tomlin has been promising for a few weeks now that they would and the results just aren't there can we potentially see more James Washington here on Sunday Mr. Batko uh I'm sure you were part of the zoom call on Tuesday where Mike Tomlin said you know that he expects players to make routine plays routinely and if the wide receivers uh can't catch the ball he will find somebody else who will that felt like it was uh meant more so for for maybe uh Eric Ebron and Deontay Johnson than the others but it, it, how how short is that leash really and how much does that relate to James Washington could we really see him you know get some more spin on Sunday against Buffalo I think we should I don't know if we will but I think the last two weeks have have proven us that he is a guy who needs to get more opportunities out there and you know, that, the tricky part of that is, you know, it kind of goes back to earlier in the year when people wanted to see more Ebron. And it was like, okay, well, who are you taking off the field? Or people wanted to see more Claypool. Again, who are you taking off the field? At this point, I, I don't want to cut down Claypool snaps as they did against Washington. I, I think you need him in there for the big play threat 
And uh, I, I just, you know, this is a time of year where he can really get you sparked rather than uh, hit that rookie wall. And Juju's just been so reliable. I think you need to continue using him uh, just as much as, as Chase Claypool. So I, I do think it's time for James Washington to see some more run, but I, I think that should come at the expense of a guy like Deontay Johnson. I mean, maybe he can be more efficient than prolific. He's been such a target hog. Uh, he's had big games because of it, but I'd rather maybe see him uh, a little bit more like rookie year Deontay where you pick your spots a bit more. Uh, and, and I think that we could probably all stand to, to you know, maybe lighten Eric Ebron's load a little bit. The, the drops are really starting to eat away uh, at his productivity. So uh, those are two guys that, that I would maybe sit on the bench a little bit more uh, if you want to get James Washington in there more. Now, speaking of both of those guys, um, Coach Tomlin talked about the drops in. More so, I mean, it seemed as if he threw out a not even a threat, but more so just a, a little heads up. Hey, man, if you keep dropping it, we're going to go to guys that aren't dropping it, right? You need the guys to do the routine things routinely. And by NFL standards, we have a league-leading 31 drop passes this season. So what did you make of those comments from Coach Tomlin? Do you feel like they are legit, or do you think it was more so just media fluff? Probably more so of the latter. Now, no, I don't, I'm not – you know, I think he is probably telling his own team that and his guys that, but I don't ever really buy the idea that he's sending a message through his press conferences because I don't think players really pay that much attention to it. I don't think this is the, the old days where, uh, you know, Deontay Johnson is going to pick up the newspaper and, <laughs> and say, uh-oh, uh, I guess I better get my act together. So, uh, I, I mean, it's, it's partially, you know, Mike's got to say something to guys like us when, when we ask him about it during the week and uh you know that was one that, that at least showed that he means business when it comes to this and it's that's a tough question to answer for any coach I mean, even when i covered college football and covered pit when receivers aren't making plays and it's 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 simple stuff like dropping the ball I mean, what can you really say you can't go out there and catch it for him so uh i think that was uh just kind of a good sound bite from mike but again like i said i think he is probably laying down the law behind closed doors as well Brian Backo of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, our guest here on the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Look at the other side of the football with you here, partner. Um, man, the defense is a lot of different um, cards being shuffled in that deck right now. A lot of important playmakers are out with injury. Now, the good news is they will get some of those guys back. We obviously know Bud Dupree and Devin Bush are done for the year, but they should get reinforcements in that regard there's still been a lot of issues with the defense giving up chunk plays. Is that something that you think they're still in the face of all these absences of all these injuries, these new bodies trying to kind of recalibrate who they are on defense right now? Or do you think that there's, there's maybe more to it because it's something that we have seen pop up throughout the season? It's probably some of both. And, and this week will be a good litmus test for that. I mean, that, that's what I think is maybe the biggest concern for them against the Buffalo Bills. I mean, this isn't, this isn't the Arthur Motes Bills three yards in a cloud of dust running the football with identity and, and relying on physical outside linebackers to do the dirty work. Uh, these guys are slinging the ball all around the yard, putting it on Josh Allen's big arm to make plays for them. And when you've got burners like Stephon Diggs and, and Gabriel Davis who can beat you over the top, you got to be aware of that if you're the Steelers. And uh, that's even more so the case if, if they're banged up on the back end. I mean, at least Minka Fitzpatrick and Terrell Edmonds are, are good to go. Uh, but if, if Joe Hayden is, is, is not in there because of concussion protocol, then suddenly you're asking a lot of guys like Justin Lane and Cam Sutton if they're the next men up. And, hey, let's not forget, even Steve Nelson is, you know, he's probably not at full 
strength. I mean, nobody's 100% this time of year, but he did just miss last week because of a knee. So good to see him back out there at practice so far this week. But I wonder if uh, if Brian Dable and, and Josh Allen are kind of licking their chops at trying to uh, take the top off the defense in this one and, and get create more of those big plays that have bit the Steelers in the butt sometimes. Yeah, and speaking of uh, Joe, Hayden, uh, Joe Hayden and Steven Nelson, what updates do we have on their injuries right now in terms of Joe Hayden's concussion protocol? What are we? I mean, are you hearing anything from your side? Um, obviously, you said Steven Nelson was back in practice yesterday, which was huge because obviously the the late scratch that he was kind of surprised a lot of us. Yeah, I mean, it kind of reminded me of last year uh, with Nelson. He missed that Chargers game out mm-hmm. west. It was uh, nobody, you know, everybody kind of just thought it was maintenance throughout the week, and then you know, it turns out he couldn't go. I guess the good news is uh, it, it wasn't something that lingered last year, so perhaps he will be uh, right the rest of the way. They're going to need him. As for Hayden, no, nah, I mean, you, you just can't predict the concussion stuff. So uh, hopefully, you know, everything is well with him. Uh, one positive to note is the fact that he is such a vet. Uh, he's done this before in the past, not because of concussions, but he, he won't practice all week, and Mike Tomlin feels very comfortable throwing him out there. Uh, even without getting even limited work. So uh, maybe don't panic until that game status comes out and the Steelers would list to, you know, roll him out, which I'm not saying they will, but I wouldn't worry about it until or unless that happens. All right, Mr. Backo. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> Buddy, we all took the L on the chin last week. So we will mm-hmm. all uh, look to bounce back. I mean, this week, technically. Yeah, yeah technically. Yeah, we well, can't lose twice in the same we week. We can't now. lose twice. <laughs> That's what we can't do. We okay? can't do it. We can't do it, Mr. Backup. <laughs> so, with that in mind, drum roll, please, Arthur Motes. <laughs> Mr. Backup, your prediction for Sunday evening in Buffalo, Stillers, Bills, prime time. Gentlemen, I, I think this one could go either way. I think it's going to be a tight one. It's going to be another close one for the Steelers. What else is new? But I really like the way the Bills are playing right now. This this offense can do a lot to hurt you. Steelers' defense is reeling, and they've got a lot that they need to solve on offense, to be quite honest. So, uh, like I said, uh, I think it's going to be back-and-forth game. Don't think anyone's going to run away with it. But in the end, I think Josh Allen, either with his legs or with his arms, just gonna make one more. Can you hear us, Mr. Backo? I can hear you. I think we lost you for a second there. I'm not sure what happened. I heard you say Josh Allen is, and then you. I, cut. I heard you say Josh like the, Allen's gonna make the play, and then Wes like, hit the was, kill. He hit the drop like, switch. He was like, <laughs> drop, 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 drop. It was like the biggest anticipation. I thought you were just, you know, I thought you were pausing oh. for dramatic effect there for a second, and then I went, oh no, I think we have a problem. So if if you could uh, rewind that for us one more time, oh no, wait, hold on. I did, did you hear that? So- wait, now, back, now, now he's, he's back. back. Lost, yeah. Got him. You guys again for a All second. Right. All right, I think we got him. <laughs> Okay, 31-27, the Buffalo Bills. Oh. I'm not going to lie. That is actually pretty funny because I have a similar score. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Like, <laughs> super similar. Yeah, I think I Weston do, too. I did that one. What? I, too. I forget what game it was. But. Uh, yeah, we had uh, – I got the list right here in front of me. It was uh, Cowboys. 
Week eight, we both had 27 to 10 Steelers. Wow. Oh, why, why would you even mention that? That was obviously uh, blatantly incorrect, maybe even a typo on I think my I part. Should, I think I should go and uh, <laughs> write down my score right now. I was now about to say, yeah, Arthur know, right, like, All right, mine's geez. on the board. Woo! Well, I've already dropped mine publicly. I, I put mine out yesterday, oh. so I'm good. Oh, well, you didn't yeah. do it here on this show yet. I think I, we, I'm good. I and think we, we lost just, him again. I think we just lost Mr. Bat. Now he's back. back. That's so weird. It, like, clicks in the headphones. All right, buddy. Hey, thanks for your time. I don't know if he can still hear us now because it's clicking. Either. He keeps going in and it's out, It's clicking in and out. But uh, Brian Bacco of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette has been our guest on the phone lines here. Kind enough to join us at this time, as he is every Thursday. Uh, partner, I don't know if you can hear us or not. Uh, and he's off the line. Okay, but the one thing I do know is this about that line. Mm-hmm. He hasn't changed his phone number since the seventh grade. He does. He has not, and he has That's not. Done, do he does know. not do cap. Oh no, this is not good news. My phone's blowing up over here. You know what this means? What does this mean? <sighs> Big Twelve football schedule update: Oklahoma football at West Virginia football scheduled for this Saturday, December twelfth, has been canceled. <laughs> That means you're going to enjoy your weekend. <laughs> I'm trying to hey, – hold on. <laughs> this is my Stephen A. Smith moment. I'm trying to play cool. I just hey. – I'm tired of suffering. <laughs> oh, Arthur Motes, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We'll keep pressing along. <laughs> We're gonna, uh, take Such our... is life in the NFL. I'm, I'm rattled now. I'm rattled. Oh, jeez. I'm going to play cool. <laughs> I'm tired of suffering. <laughs> Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, when we come back on to the other side, we'll, uh, we'll start to turn the page, look at those Buffalo Bills a little bit more. Uh, thanks to our buddy Brian Backo for bearing with us there through all of that as well. Uh, he's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. This is the Steelers Blitz on SNR. <laughs>